Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. The IRS wants to improve its relationships with industry. The agency held its second annual Reverse Industry Day last week to hear about contracting hurdles from vendors. It says it's looking to dispel industry concerns that it only contracts with companies it's already worked with. The IRS is one of at least four agencies to hold Reverse Industry Days. Thousands of employees at Google voiced their disapproval of working with the Defense Department. In a letter to Google CEO Sundar Pichai, obtained by the New York Times, the employees asked him to cancel Project Maven, a Pentagon pilot program to automate analysis of images captured by drones using Google technology. Over 3,100 employees signed the letter. They also want Pichai to announce a company policy that says they will never help build warfare technology. Navy sailors in the higher enlisted ranks will now have to take a professional military knowledge eligibility exam to advance to the next pay grade. The exam consists of 100 questions on leadership, career information, professional conduct, Navy heritage, and seamanship. Sailors must get a score of 80% or higher in each topic to pass. Several of the Army's senior uniformed cyber officials are headed for new jobs. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. The service announced several new assignments for its top uniformed cyber officials on Wednesday. Brigadier General Maria Barrett, who had been the Deputy Director of Operations at U.S. Cyber Command, will be the new commander of the Army's Network Enterprise Technology Command. Meanwhile, Brigadier General David Isaacson, previously the CIO at Army Forces Command, is taking on the assignment of Director of Architecture, Operations, Networks, and Space at Army Headquarters. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. A group of Democratic lawmakers asked EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt to explain whether he got a favorable rental agreement for a condo. Senators Tom Udall and Brian Schatz, along with Congressman Don Beyer and Ted Lieu, asked Pruitt to clarify how much he paid to rent a D.C. condo owned by Vicki Hart, the wife of an energy lobbyist. They also want to know if EPA staff were involved in negotiating the deal. ABC News first reported that Pruitt paid as little as $50 a day for the condo. Acting Veterans Affairs Secretary Robert Wilkie speaks to VA employees for the first time. Wilkie says he wants VA employees to value customer service and that good customer service starts with listening and talking to each other. Wilkie says energy and good ideas must start from the VA employees who are closest to the veterans they serve. President Trump asked Wilkie to move from the Defense Department to VA to lead the agency in the interim. The White House isn't walking the walk when it comes to website cybersecurity. 25 of 26 website domains run by the White House are not using advanced cybersecurity protections. New research from Global Cyber Alliance finds Budget.gov, OMB.gov, WhiteHouse.gov, OSTP.gov, and several others have not fully implemented the Domain Message Authentication Reporting and Conformance, or DMARC, protocol. Last October, DHS mandated every agency fully implement DMARC by February. The only White House site to use all the protection capabilities of DMARC is the Max.gov portal. I'm Jason Miller. The Office of Personnel Management reminds agencies to continuously communicate with job applicants throughout the hiring process. OPM Associate Director for Employee Services Mark Reinhold says members of Congress are concerned agencies aren't doing so. Reinhold heard those concerns himself at a Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs subcommittee hearing last month. OPM says agencies should at least touch base with applicants when they receive an application, after the qualification assessment, and during the final decision. OMB puts agencies on alert to guard against fraud or improper payments when awarding almost $85 billion in emergency appropriations. OMB Director Mick Mulvaney issues a memo telling agencies to strengthen internal control plans, oversight of improper payments, and accounting for grants. In the fiscal 2018 omnibus bill, Congress allocated $84.4 billion in supplemental funding to respond to and recover from recent hurricanes, wildfires, and other disasters. 
The Federal Emergency Management Agency says recent lessons it's learned from Hurricanes Harvey, Irma, and Maria informed its new strategic plan. FEMA says it's sending a new message to its federal, state, and local partners, asking the state and local partners to be better prepared to manage future disasters so FEMA can be better positioned for the catastrophic events. The agency says it's also testing new ways to make its current assistance programs easier to use and understand. And FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb outlines a new multi-pronged approach to the opioid epidemic. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. In a speech to a prescription drug abuse summit, Gottlieb says FDA will extend its analytics of prescription patterns in its Sentinel database to Medicare and pediatric databases and make the results public. He calls for mandatory opioid prescription training for doctors and a national electronic prescription platform to manage chronic users. Gottlieb says FDA will collaborate with federal law enforcement to prevent importing of illicit opioids and urge internet companies to help staunch the flow. I'm Tom Temin. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.